Hey everybody, welcome to Audiobooks All Day. I'm Kevin. And I'm Jeff. And today we is chapter 17, A Man Called Uwe. And what we're going to be talking about today is how we can change our lives by finding meaning. A Man Called Uwe is written by a man named Frederick Bauckham, who is one of my all-time favorite authors. Um, great other books, Brit Marie, Bear Town, Every Day the Way Home Gets Longer and Longer. It's just lots of really great books. So after you're done reading A Man Called Uwe, go check out his other books because they're fantastic. So the 50,000 foot overview of this book is that you have this older gentleman who no longer finds a reason to live. And then eventually, through some circumstances, finds meaning in his life and then chooses to continue to not only live, but to help out others. And so that's just kind of the, the bare, you know, um, you know, just kind of the bare bones of the story. But how it goes, and, and this is one of Kevin and I's favorite stories. How I, how I heard about it was Kevin told me that it is one of his favorite books. And actually, he told me a little bit about it. And I was like, I don't know if that sounds like a book I'd be into, but... When I listened to it, I remember calling him after and being like, wow, everybody needs to read this book. I was the exact same way. My father-in-law read this book and he was telling me, Kevin, you need to read this book called A Man Called Uwe. And I thought, and that doesn't really sound that interesting. And then I read it and then I called him and said, this is one of the best books I've ever read. So it starts off in a European town. And, uh, it's this little tiny development, this neighborhood, you could probably think of it like whatever, you know, it's just, it's just like a classic neighborhood, right? It has a, you know, an HOA pretty much. And, you know, just members in a community and Uwe, he's a 59 year old guy who has recently lost his wife with losing his wife. He has now lost a lot of purpose for living. It's not that he is obviously sad and he is obviously depressed in a sense, but he's not ending he and he chooses to end his life, but he's not ending his life because he's amazingly sad uh, as much as it is now he does not have a purpose. And he's like, well, I'm done. And in the book, so he, he prepares everything to commit suicide. He has everything, all his ducks in a row, his will, everything and it's all just sitting there like out so you know and, he, and he's even trying to take like the emergency responders like uh like he leaves the door unlocked so that they don't break his door in you know he's just he's very calculated about the whole thing and again it's not because he's driving to kill himself because he's you know um intensely suicidal because of depression he just again he's lost his will to live and he's ready for the next step in his journey just right as he's about to commit the act he hears this large crash outside and then he gets confronted with something that maybe you all have either seen or experienced, but he sees uh, somebody trying to back up a trailer and it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he goes out there and he's like, why can't people, you know, saying to himself, like, why can't people, you know, learn how to drive trailers? I think it was like a U-Haul, right? And they were backing it into their, uh, so there was this, there's, there was this cute couple and there was this lady who uh, was backing it up and she was pregnant and her name was... Paravan. Paravan. And uh, anyway, he, he starts to engage in conversation and says like, you know, blah, 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 just grumpy old man. And then eventually winds up backing up the trailer for her. Yeah. I think it might have been the husband backing him up. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, he, he yells at both of them because he's mad. And then he doesn't. And it, it kind of follows this series of events of where he keeps planning a new way to commit suicide. 
And just just so you all know, we don't think that suicide is funny. We're just talking about we're just talking about the book. In no way is suicide a laughing matter. But in the book, a man called Uwe, he keeps finding ways to new ways to commit suicide. And this family, um, so Paravan, she's married, she's pregnant, and her, her husband, and her kids, they just keep getting in the way. They keep stopping him, and he keeps finding himself in situations where he has to help them or other people around his his little HOA, people who he has largely hated for a long time. And he starts needing to help them in different ways. And he keeps stopping himself from ending his life. And so, you know, at first he, he gets genuinely interrupted from, you know, his goals. But then after a while, he then starts to think about other things that he needs to be doing for people. Thus, he starts to then postpone his own demise in order to mm-hmm. start helping other people. And what he starts to realize is that people could use him. People need him, in a sense. And that he then starts to find that meaning uh, in his own life. And then the thought just very naturally goes away from him thinking of, of killing himself. And then he starts to just live, you know his his life out and eventually you know winds up leading a very successful and happy life until the very end Mm -hmm. it's really a beautiful story it's funny it's well written the narrator is very good and i think there's there's so much beauty in it now people we we are social people we are destined to be social we're we're not wolves you know who are a lot of times alone and sometimes with packs but you could just be alone we, we are social people and we need each other. And I think a lot of the really great things is that Uwe starts to realize, like Jeff said, that he can be helpful and that he can help other people. And another really great aspect about the book is that the other people in turn let him be helpful. And it starts to create a larger community where he finds, Uwe finds himself helping people and he's grumbling and complaining the whole way. But in essence, he's finding that purpose in life that he had up until he lost his wife. So I think, you know, if I was to kind of list out some of my key takeaways from this is that we all fit into the human collective. Like we all have a role. And, uh, you know, even if like, you know, you don't necessarily believe that everybody has like a purpose on earth per se, all of us still fit in because we are still humans. All of us have needs that other people can help meet. And uh, we can always be looking out for each other. So all of us have a place within human society. You know, I guess as long as we're abiding by the rules of that society. Um, Another one is that all life has worth and has meaning. Um, I think that this is just like an intrinsic thing that everybody feels. Like we all know that, uh, you know, because a person is a person, they come with some sort of inherent worth. Um, But I think that this is really displayed in this story because he... um, he does not feel like he has some sort of meaning, but that's because he hasn't been thinking about what that meaning meaning could be to others because his, his meaning was so isolated to him and his relationship with his wife. And, and kind of the backstory is like, you know, it starts to go into their backstory and about how amazing his wife was and about how fun and funny and how out of his league she was <laughs> essentially. And uh, so to have her then go was, you know, such a, such a big deal for him. And uh, really the last thing that really stood out to me is that life can be measured in relationships. Um, The different relationships that we cultivate and the different relationships that we have and cherish and nurture uh, give us that purpose. That's what Uwe found. But I think even in our own lives, as I've reflected a lot on this book, what truly 
brings me meaning, I mean, and really directs most of the goals that I have in life is all built upon my relationship with other people. Um, like for example, all, you know, a big, big drive and a big meaning I have is to be a good husband and father or to be a productive member of society by being a good businessman and by treating people right and by giving other people opportunities through work and different things like that. So anyway, I think that those are some of my key takeaways. What are your, some of your stuff? You know, I, I really liked what you said about how life can be measured in relationships. That, that should go on a plaque or something. You know, that, that's, that's, that's quotable material right there. It's just really so beautiful. In fact, I've, I've thought a lot about what can we do to start to build these relationships that really mean something. And I've just been thinking about it. Jeff, what do you think are some of the things that you do to build those really good relationships that mean something? Uh, well, I don't know if I have a great answer to, for this, but just kind of going like back into the book, um, a lot of it started for Uve with this service aspect. Um, you know, he backs up the U-Haul, he goes and fixes somebody else's thing. He, he goes and spends time with people that need to be, you know, to have time spent with them. So I think that, um, one aspect to having a really powerful relationship is to be essentially this giver. You know, he's, he's giving of his time. He's sacrificing and serving other people, which brings a good feeling to him, but uh, also helps then, you know, the, the response to that service, you know, and whenever anybody serves you in any sort of sense, there's always this bond that is, that's bigger there. You know, I think back to Band of Brothers that we just did, and you think, man, how did these, how did these soldiers become so close? Well, when you look back at Camp Tekoa, when they were all going through something so difficult together, they were all helping each other out. You know, as they were going up Kurihi, that mountain at the very beginning, um, soldiers would literally have to carry each other up the mountain mm. in order to make sure that they didn't wash out. And so that, that service aspect, I think, is huge to cultivate relationships. I really like that. And something that I talked about a little bit earlier that I think goes really well with that is I think we have to be willing to let other people help us as I love well. That. Yeah, that's great. You know, I, I was thinking about an example not too long ago. So I'm the kind of person that when I get stressed, I, I get really, really focused and really dialed in, and I pretty much ignore everything around me. And anything that gets in the way of me getting a really stressful task done is just, it's just terrible. And I need to just get it out of the way. And my wife could see I was really stressed and I'd been stressed a lot of going on with work. It's a really busy time. And my wife could see how stressed I was. She really wanted to do something for me. Now, something else about me is I love blueberry lemonade. Like the 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 Minute Maid blueberry lemonade. I love it. I just, I can't get enough of it. And one of the things I'm always stressed about, you know, I'm thinking, you know, thinking about money. I mean, I'm an accountant, so it's something I think about. And my wife went and bought that. And normally we don't buy stuff like that because we, you know, we're not rich and we, you know, we have a budget and we're trying to keep to it. And I remember I saw that my wife got that for me and I had that split second thought that like, oh, why'd you buy that? Why did you buy that? But then I thought she did such an amazing thing for me. You know, she really, really thought about me and my needs and how I can be helped. And she went and got something that really could be helpful for me because it is really something I enjoy. And I decided to take that path. And it really became a very special moment for me because I did let her help, which in turn was 
good for her because she really felt like she was helping carry the load. But in turn, she was carrying the load. And it was really something really, really interesting that happened to me. And I think, you know, like Jeff was saying, we need to give of ourselves. And I think the uh, this book, A Man Called Uwe, puts it perfectly. But on the other end, we also need to be willing to let other people touch our lives. I, I hope that you guys have an opportunity to read this book just to have a great uh, insight as to this one particular person's journey to find meaning because I think that it always holds up the mirror to our lives like Kevin and I have been kind of talking about uh, for how we can find greater meaning in our lives. So I think ultimately uh, we love doing this podcast because it helps us really analyze what we learned and we hope that you enjoyed it and uh, we hope that especially you're able to create that vision for your life that you need to have in order to fulfill what you you know what you need to and want to as a human being exactly all of us are important all of you are important and mankel duve really helps helped me really think about that and also fun fact it is also a movie they made a movie about it it is in swedish because it, the movie takes place in sweden but if you're okay reading subtitles it is a really good movie well, every, anyway, thank you all so much for being here with us. We just want to remind you to get out and live your story.